Well, hello. Welcome back. Successfully made it to episode two. Or maybe you haven't. You're just jumping around. Either way, listening to a podcast is not that big of an accomplishment, but I still appreciate y'all. Um, all two of you. So thank you for your time and your patience. So coming up here, I'll basically do an intro in the episode, but it's my buddy Patrick. Known each other since we were wee tykes. Um, good dude. Super nice human and been through struggles like the rest of us. And whether he's feeling good or not, he is there for you. And he's he's an important person in my life and hopefully he'll be an important person in your life. There are two things that I'd like to mention beforehand um, that we talked about after. So this is kind of a pre-PS, right? Pre-post-script. Anyway, we were talking about writing stuff down. He was showing me afterwards. He's got this whiteboard. And it made me think of Brett from the first episode who writes everything down in his own way. He's more of a, as far as I noticed, maybe I'm completely off base, more of a chicken scratch type of dude. Just get it down. Get it down however you can. Get it down. And I, like a planner, I fill out a planner all week. Wake up, meditate 10 minutes waking up at this time, I'm taking a cold shower this day, I'm doing a run this day, and yoga that day, and weights that day, and I got work in between, and walk the dog, and I gotta write everything down, or I will slack on my mackin', so I just wanted to illustrate, or alliterate, or some kind of eight on about writing shit down, we all got our own way, right, planner, notepad, whiteboard, whatever, It seems to be a recurring theme, along with David Goggins, as you'll see. But um, getting things out on paper, having a concrete plan, no matter how big or small, seems to be huge. So I just wanted to mention that beforehand. Thank you so much again for checking out whatever this is. And the rest will pretty much be in the episode. So, please enjoy... I mean, even if it's just to do me a favor, just enjoy it, okay? All right, thanks. Bye. See you in one second. Okay, now we're just going, I believe. All right, <clears throat> so here with my buddy Patrick, longtime friends. We played baseball and soccer together, Little League, way back in the day. Now we're getting old. Um, but good dude, we've been running together for years and, uh, this one is going to be, I mean, about whatever we want, but essentially I want to talk to you in particular because, um, we are constantly picking each other's brains about motivation, you know, all the personal development stuff. And not to mention you've been a certified personal trainer for a little while. You're now with the pandemic, you're working from home. So it's always really cool to just kick it with you and uh, pick your brain about anything and everything, but especially motivation, working out, and uh, your expertise. So thanks for letting me come over and record. Absolutely, man. Um, Thank you for having me on. I'm honored. And uh, yeah, I always love our runs together, uh, picking your brain, you picking my brain about motivation, all those challenges about getting out the door for your day-to-day, your exercise, and just kind of getting through life. So honored to be here and uh, looking forward to another good uh, conversation. 
Yeah, man, it always is good. And we were, in fact, talking this morning on our run we just got done with um, about kind of being in a funk. You know, I was knowing I, we were going to do this today. I kind of forgot we had made plans like a week ago. I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm in the right mood. I don't know if I can be interesting, if I can be witty, and I probably can't anyway, but you got to just do it. And you were talking about some days we just aren't really feeling the run. Afterwards, it's always worth it, but um, we've been in a little funk, so I'm proud of us for overcoming that and just getting after it anyway because so much of it is just showing up, and that's really the essence of this uh, episode with you in particular. You know, that funk. So what elaborate. How how were you feeling? How do you get through that? Yeah, man. Um, well said and, and it's it's something we all struggle with, uh, as far as motivation, uh being in a quote unquote funk, being kind of stuck or paralyzed or kind of stuck in your in your momentum um for what you're trying to attain each day, each week. So even yeah, thinking about the run today, I was excited. Um I know we talked about doing a podcast and I've been kind of in a little funk myself, just, uh, you know, I'm a personal trainer, like you mentioned, and I'm, I'm a, you know, kind of a role model. I, I try to train people, motivate them. Um, I'm also, you know, a student. I'm also a brother and a, and a son, and uh, just trying to be a human being is challenging, and uh, I've noticed I've been in a funk the past week, just not having that extra motivation to take care of me to do the things I need to do. Um, so yeah, I was kind of nervous about this podcast. Like, what kind of uh, role model do I sound like? And, and I started kind of asking myself those questions. You know, am I going to say something stupid or am I going to sound kind of down or sad? And once I kind of had that conversation with myself and then with you, I realized, you know, we just need to do it today. We just need to show up and just be honest, be raw with the situation we're in right now and just kind of talk through it. And I think that in itself will help people relate. So um, yeah, my main thing, I guess, to answer that in so many words is just just show up. Uh, I knew you were counting on doing this podcast. I know you're counting on the run. I was as well. I know how good we feel when we finish, and it just does so much for our, our mental well-being and our physical well-being. So um, really the goal today would just show up, communicate honestly, and that's kind of where we're at right now. So hopefully that answers some of that. Um, but that's kind of been my approach when, when things get challenging. Just show up. Show up for yourself. Yeah, man. I love that. And true to form. It sounds To me, that sounds like a perfect role model, someone who owns their shit. It's like, you know, I don't feel good. You can't, you can't expect anyone to always feel good, even if you don't see their downtimes. And so someone who can say, yeah, I didn't want to show up that day and not saying I showed up so I'm better than you, but just relating in, in the fact that everyone has off days. Everyone, you know, absolutely. everyone has days they don't want to even, sometimes, sometimes it's worse than others. Some people don't want to get up, get out of bed at all, let alone go work out or go talk to family members or go to work or deal with the kids or feed yourself or whatever. Like you said, it's, it can be hard just to be a human and we can get pretty down on ourselves about it. Totally. And, uh, it's so true. Uh, just existing, you know, being a human, having a job, having a family, having all these expectations and these social norms, how do we fit in in our, in our own society? Um, and also just checking that with like, who, who, who am I? What are my intentions? What things am I passionate about? And just trying to stay true to, to yourself, your goals, and showing up for yourself every day, because it's the times where we don't show up is where that, what I call the downward spiral can, can happen for a lot of us, where you just kind of head down a, da a dark path, and uh, it's harder and harder each day to get that motivation. So again, it's all about continuing to, to show up. Um, yeah, that's a good point, dude. That momentum for when it's good or bad is so crucial, right? When you're 
when when you're on a strict diet and you can't have anything and you have a piece of pizza and a beer, a lot of times people go, ah, fuck it, game on. And then it's, yep. you know, and then the <laughs> next over. day you feel like shit and you maybe miss your workout. And then before you know it, a week's gone by and you're totally off your game, you know. For sure. So That's... keeping that momentum, for me, is crucial. I'm so guilty of spiraling out, you know. I think we both are in a lot of ways. Um, so to the point of, you know, having goals, let's start at the bottom. How do you, how would you advise someone who maybe is floundering a little bit, doesn't necessarily have a game plan, doesn't know what they want out of life? You know, I'm studying personal training. You've been super helpful and instrumental in that. But it took a long time. I mean, I'm 32 and I'm just now working on it. What advice could you give to someone who isn't really sure how you, how would you advise someone to construct their own goals you know if that makes any sense totally that makes perfect sense and i think part of that's going to be catered to the individual but i think a lot of it is something we all share as humans that approach the one thing that you kind of touched on just um, about that is you know being 32 and you feel like maybe you're a little late to the game and um, someone who i really like to follow i like to listen to is jocko wilnick and he's a he's an ex Navy SEAL. I think a lot of people know of him. He's he's a motivator. He writes books. He has a podcast. And one of the things he talks about is um, I do jujitsu, and I follow him. He's a jujitsu black belt, and I like to follow him uh, for guidance through there. And you know, he was talking about how you know guys come to him and say, you know, I'm 35, and uh, is it too late to start jujitsu? When was the best time? When should I start? And usually his answer is, well, you got either 28 years ago or today. And what he's getting at is start today. It's never too late if you start right now. So the best time to start is now. Um, and just kind of speaking to, um, you know, goals and stuff, I think the first thing is taking an inventory of yourself, meaning what are you doing every day? What are your goals? Write them out. What, where do you want to be in a week, in a month, in six months, in a year? Write those down. And take your goals and see how you can get there. If it's something to do with a, a course through education, go look that course up at the institution you want to take it at. See what their prerequisites are. See what their requirements are. See what enrollment costs. See what the schedule's like. Look at your schedule. See if that schedule's going to actually work realistically. Um, and start kind of writing out a plan to kind of bring it to life so you can see how to, how to navigate that step by step. So I'd say the first thing is just kind of take an inventory of yourself. See what you are doing. And honestly, check in with yourself and see, do those things you're doing now contribute to those places you want to go where your goals are? Um, so hopefully that kind of answers some of it. Um, but I think, again, just kind of rehashing, the best time to start is now. You don't want to live in the past or the future. The best time is the present. So start right now. It's never too late. And uh, write your goals out. Know where you're going and see what each step of the way has to bring. So. Yeah, I like that. Make it digestible attainable <clears throat> and to kind of dovetail into that um i've been big on lately the past couple years <clears throat> excuse me more so starting small and advising people to start small because you know as a young kind of aggressive dude i just want to go in there and get swole you know but really totally. small stuff i mean are you flossing every day are you going for a walk every day can you manage the basic stuff are you stretching or do you do yoga twice a week Start real small and build because it's super corny, but I heard Tony Robbins a couple years ago say, if you have two cars going next to each other on the highway, same speed, and one of them turns the wheel one degree, they're in hundreds of miles, they're going to end up in vastly different locations from that tiny little adjustment. So. Totally, that's beautiful. <laughs> Tony, like that. not me, yeah. No, that's, but it's so well said.
And, you know, I want to add on to that as well. That's part of why I called the podcast Just Go, because a lot of time when I don't have a goal, I get really anxious and I get down on myself and I need something. So even if it's learning Romanian and I don't care to speak it, it's like, just, just do something. And I, I was talking to my grandma a couple of years ago, who always gives great advice. And I said, I'm just worried that I'm going to take a step in the wrong direction and then be stuck in something. And she said, well, the thing, the thing about first steps is they usually don't take you very far. So just <laughs> whatever, just go for it. Maybe, maybe you learn the cello and five years in, you're amazing. And then you're like, you know what? I'm really more of a piano guy. And then you can do that. And you, maybe you didn't waste your time not playing piano. You carved these pathways in your brain. You enriched your life and you're going to be better off for it. Totally. That's beautiful. Um, I think that's so well said. Yeah, it's... Yeah, good dialogue. This is why I want to talk to you because we, I don't know, we, at, that's why running with you is so fun because we just ping pong back and forth. These uh, relationships bounce off each other and that it's just super helpful to even talk it out yourself, you know, and organize your own thoughts. Totally, man. It's, it really helps. It's kind of like I kind of refer to it in my brain as, as my, my church or my, my therapy, just getting out there in Annadale with a good friend, Al talking about life, our troubles, our struggles, our goals, and just, like you're saying, bouncing ideas off each other. It's uh, it's one of the best outlets I can think of. Um, and just, uh, you kind of made an interesting point just, just a moment ago in talking about doing the little things or starting small. And I, I just love that because it's so easy for any of us, whether it be with fitness or with our career or with education, to get, or diet, or get so caught up in doing that all or none mentality, especially if you've had a, a past experience of, of doing something intensely or above and beyond. Um, but I think just biting off just a little bit you can chew, especially if you're in a funk or you're not in a routine or you're starting something new, just doing a little bit every day and just focus on one day at a time. So say, a good example is say you want to run a marathon, 26.2 miles in one go. Well, if you haven't run before, you're not going to be able to just go out and run 26.2 miles. Maybe you can if you're tough, but you're going to be beat up. You're going to be discouraged the next few days and not going to have a great outcome. But if you start by just saying, today I'm going to run one mile, and you start with that and you have that mentality day in and day out, you eventually can increase that mile. Um, but I like to think of it like exponential growth. Exponential growth is little changes over a long period of time equals a massive change, a big change. So you think about the course of a year, you ran a mile every day for, say, a or every other day for a month. Then the next month you ran two miles every other day. Eventually, by the end of that year, you'd be have exponential growth and you'd be putting in tons of miles. And probably within six months of that, you'd be more than ready to run your first marathon. So um, that's just kind of a general example. Hopefully that made some sense. But uh, totally. just kind of talking about <clears throat> focus on the small things. Those little things matter so much and they add up and they're cumulative. So um, I can't emphasize enough doing the little things, whether it's yoga, stretching, Getting a mile run in, even if you wanted to do five, that is so much better than zero, and it adds up. Yeah, it's contagious. That's perfectly said. Absolutely, those little increments, man, and it has to be <clears throat> has to be sustainable as well. I mean, it's so cliche. It's not what is it? It's it's a lifestyle change, not not a fad or whatever the the stupid saying is. But totally. you can't expect people to just live on you know kale juice and <laughs> like all these oh, on avocados <laughs> and, and peanuts you know it's just start by cutting out soda do you drink soda and gatorade start there you know and like you said 
um, when you said running and, and talking and taking nature in and all that stuff is kind of like church, my first thought was, yeah, and it didn't used to be. It used to be painful. It did. It <laughs> used to be like, ago. we have to do it, right? <laughs> My buddy's waiting on me. We're right. partying the night before. Anyways, sorry. No, you're, totally, you're totally right. right. Yeah, we worked at a, a custom running shoe store together here in Santa Rosa, and that's really what got me into running, and you were a big part of that. Yeah. And yeah, man, it wasn't easy, and it, it took a lot of work, and and like we were saying, the, the effort over time, just showing up here and there, now, it doesn't feel like 10 years, right? Time just keep snowballing but I, I look back and it's like wow that was 10 years ago so now before you know it we've been doing it a decade yeah and and it's just you almost don't even notice it totally yeah it's it's crazy that in the, in the snap of your fingers in the blink of an eye you know that much time has, has passed um but uh yeah man it's it's just you're right it used to be like a, a task or an errand or you know we were excited to do it we always felt good when we were done we were also a lot more youthful and faster but uh <laughs> yeah yeah, it's kind of turned into something that, like, even if I'm tired or my body hurts, it's like, no, I need to see my buddy. I need to talk with a friend, and I need to connect in nature, and I need to have this physical exertion. So all those things, it becomes more of, like, what we kind of said, our church, our, our outlet. Um, less of a chore and more of a, more of, like, a, uh, a healthy thing to have in our day-to-day. And kind of, to me, sometimes a privilege, the fact that I get to have the ability, so many people don't it's really i'm super grateful for it and even if it's raining outside the weather is beautiful i don't know i can't i can't really complain when i'm out there no Um, and i think we all need something like that especially right now with everyone going insane and everything shut down and we don't know what's what the future holds fuck so uh, to not to not uh get mired down and depressed and maybe it's not even fitness um, what, what are you working on? What would you tell people? You know, um, that was two questions in one. Let's go with what are you, what are you trying to improve on right now in your life? Oh, that's totally fine. Those, those questions go hand in hand. Um, but yeah, what am I working on right now? Um, well, I guess the main thing is, is, uh, you know, I'm a personal trainer, so I was working out of a gym. Um, so the past 10 months or so I've been working remotely from home on video through FaceTime and Zoom. So I'm definitely working on maintaining that. I've got great clients, and uh, I've been able to maintain my business. So, gotta have income, gotta pay rent, gotta gotta make the world go around. So I'm I'm just grateful every day to be really working towards keeping that. But um, deeper than that, you know, I'm really trying to get to know myself better as a human. What are my passions? Who who am I? What kind of makes me tick on, on a deeper level? So um, how I find those things out are through exercise, physical. Uh, whether it's running, lifting weights, jujitsu, um, that's a great physical outlet, but also through meditation and yoga and uh, reading and journaling, writing about my day, kind of checking in and, um, things. When I remember, it's not every day. <laughs> yeah. Talk about doing a little bit each day. You know, sometimes it starts with just one entry and starting from there, but doing all those things that I know help me feel good, help me kind of take an inventory of who I am, what am I doing now, and where do I want to head, and am I staying on track with those things? So, you know, my end goal is to, I want to finally finish my four-year degree, my bachelor's, I never received, and I intend to use my personal training career as a, as a foundation to uh, go into the field of chiropractic and hopefully start my own practice where we can kind of bridge the gap of a little bit of physical therapy, chiropractic, and personal training and being a little more proactive uh, with mm. people. So, I would say mainly I'm just working on myself. How can I be happier? How can I be more efficient? How can I spread those things to others 
so we can kind of make our community a, a better place. I know it sounds cliche, but um, I think seeing all the things that have happened politically, that have happened with the pandemic globally and nationally, I focus on the things that I, I feel like I have some control. We don't have control over much in life, but I like to focus on if I can really tend to my garden, meaning really tend to my goals, check in with myself and be happy, then I can be a better role model in our community to maybe show other people ways in which they can find happiness and spread that to others. So that's kind of my thing. Uh, I know it's kind of long-winded, but... No, that's um, perfectly said, man. I, I, <clears throat> I applaud that. That's really great. And that's part of what made me want to get into personal training. You know, help, why not help yourself? We, we get one body, so help yourself out. And the better you are, the more you can help other people. So being selfish in a way sometimes... That's almost the best thing you can do for everyone is just sharpen your tools and get out there and serve, you know. And you talking about um, doing the remote stuff, I was curious, is people's adherence to programs affected? Um, have you noticed a difference between in-person and online? Do people seem to like it more? Do people flake more? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say, in, at least in my sample of clients, um, I've probably had a, just a little bit better attendance rate. So I've mm. noticed uh, the clients that did stick with me are people that really thrive off uh, accountability. They mm. like having a place, a time to meet. They like having a structured workout. So they really benefit from having that in their life. And um, those people really do prefer to do it from home. It works with their schedule. It's They don't have to drive anywhere. There's no place to show up at. So for me in my sample, it's been really nice. My attendance rate has gotten better. And I've actually been able to serve more people um, that are, I'd say, you know, a little elder, more elderly, maybe alone, maybe are more incapacitated being stuck to the confines of their home, mm. giving them an option to actually do it from FaceTime and actually move a little bit each day. So it has expanded my business a little bit uh, as far as being able to reach those people. And I'd say the attendance rate per person has, has gone up a little bit, uh, huh. surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, silver lining in all this, in all these dark clouds. Totally. That's cool. I didn't think about that. Um, for some demographics or age groups or whatever, just having a gym membership, going to the gym could be hurdles in a sense. So the fact that you're essentially going to them is huge. Exactly. Exactly. The, and just to, to speak on that briefly, and I'll, I'll shut up for a second. <laughs> no, uh, talk the whole time. I, I get excited wanna... talking about this stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think people especially people that want and need accountability and are new to exercise, not for all, but for many, it can be a very discouraging environment at some gyms. Mm -hmm. So some gyms maybe aren't the environment that would serve them best, at least initially. So I think for the people that I've been serving, um, it's been a really nice outlet given, like you said, I'm coming to their house essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, that's killer, man. Where do you think... After the pandemic, do you think this will be even more of a niche than it already was, the whole online thing? I feel like this is kind of free marketing for it, you know? It's completely, yeah. It's, it's a, like you said, it's a total silver lining. Um, I'm working on not being such a stubborn person. Initially, when this all broke out in March, I said to myself, I'll never do online training. That would never be me. But <laughs> boy, was I wrong and learned quickly just to keep an open mind. And, and uh, that was a fair reminder. And just proof that things work out. So I think when things do open back up, you know, when vaccines get out there and, and things are more normal, I think people are going to be a little gun shy, especially, um, you know, my demographic tends to be more elderly people, uh, 
in the sense maybe maybe with chronic pain, needing more physical therapy. So the gym atmosphere isn't necessarily that enticing. Um, I think some people will be gun shy. It'll take some time, but I do think eventually there's going to be both avenues open to you're going to have to work out at a gym in person. But having this option to go online is great because people travel. I want to travel. But we all like to travel. We need vacations. And what a better option to be able to say, hey, you're going on vacation. Well, we don't need to miss your sessions, mm-hmm. which is also income. Let's be real. Totally. Um, but miss your sessions. Keep your workout. Stay on your program. You can take that half hour in Hawaii. You may not want to, but you still have the ability to connect on video. So it's. I think it's just going to expand our business. And, yeah, I think things will open up. But I think it'll be uh, it'll take some time after the initial opening for people to get their comfort back and their bearings. Yeah, that's a that's a great answer. Yeah, kind of a, a mixture of everything. And I think uh, just getting to experience a whole new way of doing things is only going to make make us better in the long run, right? When this is all a distant memory, hopefully we can look back and be like, oh shit, I've done a bunch of that before, and I've done some of this before, and it's just going to make you better at what you do, anyways. Amen. Yeah, honestly well said um okay what do we got next i don't know um when are we running next (laughs) next week hopefully sunday monday or tuesday all right (laughs) one of those three days but had a nice seven and a half miler today which i think that's the longest we've done together in a while and that felt good we both kind of mentioned we felt good at the end so that was uh just one super encouraging man it was right now i know surprisingly we both kind of i don't know just weren't feeling terrible but just weren't feeling it this morning and <clears throat> I always we've been through it a thousand times I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I forget that after a mile or two I'm like oh shit how did I forget this was awesome and yep. that's why I've been doing it forever <laughs> and just looking at after the rain all the water's flowing down the trails it, yeah it was incredible it, and so worth it um so how do you instill that we have that motivation intrinsically it's just kind of part of who we are i feel how do you get people to want that or you know people that are like ah working out's not for me or just don't really care they're spending their time netflix and chilling and getting takeout you know uber eats or whatever they're doing how do you that's been one of the things like i get the memorizing muscle groups how would you create a workout for someone what needs to be stretched if this posture is wrong or whatever how do you i'm perplexed by getting people interested because people I talk to they're either really in or they're really not yeah that's and that's something we will always uh have to navigate in this in this field um you know this this response is my honest response it's just it's a little bit of tough love but I will say um I'm lucky that I've built my practice to what it is I have a good client base but I personally am not looking to, I look, I want to help everybody that wants help. And the key there is who wants help. Yeah. Now, if someone says they want a personal trainer and, and they want to do it in four weeks and they want that summer beach bod, <laughs> that's great. But that tells me you are not invested in yourself. And so I can usually tell first and foremost, you know, someone that comes to me says, look, I want to work on these things. These are my goals. This is what I've done in the past. And this is what I'm willing to do. After a few sessions, I can get a pretty good idea if they're kind of in for themselves. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I can prescribe a good program. I can be encouraging and motivating, but until any individual decides that's what they actually want, you're not going to get the progress. Hmm. And it may seem like a simple answer or a cop-out, but it truly does come from within. So how do I help instill that in people that maybe don't have as much as 
they need to, to succeed through their own process or their own program. I just try to, to basically try to coach them through it. So for example, if they've had a good workout and they're feeling good and we're at the end of the workout, check in so-and-so, how do you feel right now? Oh, I'm tired, but I f- it feels kind of good. I feel light. I wasn't thinking about all my stressors at work or my stressors in life while we were doing this. That last maybe plank was really challenging, but I feel really good right now. My heart rate's up. I'm sweating. I'm like, okay, remember how you feel right now. And, you know, next workout when maybe you don't feel motivated or you feel kind of stiff or you're not super energetic, remember how you feel at the end. So just really basic, but just kind of coaching them and helping them raise to awareness themselves how they feel in the given moment when they feel good. And also vice versa, if they're talking about maybe they had a bad week of eating, maybe they drank too much alcohol, they're inflamed, they're sore, they're stiff. Remember how that feels and and think about the goals that they have and those two feelings. And, you know, hopefully that will kind of paint the picture of the direction they need to go. Um, So there isn't, it's not a perfect science. I think just listening, being able to help raise things to awareness so people can kind of see for themselves But at the end of the day, if an individual doesn't truly want to change or put forth the effort, it's not going to be the best client and uh, patient or client and excuse me, client trainer relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So that may not be a direct answer. I would say first and foremost, you need someone that is willing to at least someone that's willing. Mm. Um, Yeah, super thorough. That was a great answer. (laughs) And it it made me think like a politician. (laughs) (laughs) It made me think. Like, uh, that could be a good business model for, it really applies to anything. Like with your ex, you always want to get back with, you have a, basically a coach be like, Hey, remember how you felt when (laughs) like, but I felt so good when this, but yeah, remember all that shitty stuff she said, (laughs) or when he cheated on you or whatever, (laughs) it's kind of coaching people like, don't text him. (laughs) No, that's so perfect. It's it's the same thing. Um, just, it's those little things and it's, it might sound kind of arrogant. I'm not trying to come off as arrogant. It just, yeah, well, that right. approach really worked for me. And I just, I know we are all unique in our own way, but as human beings, we're not all so different. And I think a lot of the same approaches do work for a lot of us. So I think, again, I'm someone who, for myself, I need to break things down and have those personal talks with myself. And I just, I like try to treat other people the same way. And I, I, I think I have some decent results from it. And the times it doesn't work, you kind of reevaluate, take an inventory, and approach it differently. Um, but you need people that are willing. Um, we do live in an age where people want instant gratification, but I'd say the vast majority of my clients are all willing. They all want to be there, and they're willing to put the time in. Um, it's a process. That's cool. It makes me think that the, you're asking a lot of questions, right? How do you feel when this, when that, what did that feel like? It's a lot, it reminds me a lot like therapy, right? They're not giving <laughs> you answers. They're like getting you to answer the questions yourself. It can be, and, and don't get me wrong. I have, it depends on your demographic, right? Not all personal training is going to be this way. It's going to depend on your, your client base and the demographic in which they are. Um, but yeah, a lot of people, it's helpful to reflect and in therapy, uh, Sadly, a lot of therapists just reflect. And yeah, I think whether it's personal training, whether it's any type of one-on-one business relationship, it's a little bit like therapy. Mm. You, you're, you're trying to listen. You're trying to reflect, not as if I am a therapist, but that's just a good way to engage, to get people to kind of raise things to awareness and feel heard and be understood. And I think, you know, psychology is a background to it for me. Um, you talk about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm. 
uh, a sense of belonging, a sense of acceptance. So maybe that's not the realm of personal training, but I think big picture, if personal training um, is physical and mental and your mental well-being has to do with psychology a little bit, if I can help feel a connection with someone, I feel connected, they feel connected, they feel safe and a, se a sense of acceptance and belonging, we've gotten all that that. You know, initial first layer shit out of the way. Now we can focus on exercise and get to know who mm. we are. We've kind of peeled back that first layer. They don't feel so vulnerable. They're more willing to be vulnerable, I guess. And it's easier to kind of approach what their goals are um, and, and have a more uh, accurate attack plan. So again, I'm not saying you need to be a therapist or, or that's what it's all about, but I think to some degree approaching it in that manner so people feel that acceptance, feel safe, and are get to that place where they are willing to share those things and, and be honest with themselves. So, mm. um, yeah, that's super insightful. I like that. And it's going to change person to person, trainer to trainer. Um, that just really has worked well for me and my demographic. Um, and everyone's a little different, but I think treating people like people, giving them a place where they actually feel accepted and heard because maybe they don't get that in other areas of their life. So. Totally. Yeah, and we were talking about that earlier too. It can It can be really sensitive. You know, people are... A lot of them are ashamed and super insecure. Maybe not even just physically. It's mental stuff too. Maybe you say something to them that for them was a bad experience when they were a kid and you wouldn't even think twice about it and you didn't mean it that way. But yeah, there's a lot that ties the mind and the body together. So I like your, your insight there. Yeah, and it's not, not everyone's going to like that either. So uh, I trained my brother-in-law for a good example. Mm -hmm. Background being an athlete, he likes that intense go-hard workout, not a lot of dialogue, not a lot of chatter. So it's going to be a different approach. Um, I was kind of mentioning to you earlier on our run, if he comes in saying, you know, I had pasta and I ate potato chips, he's my brother-in-law, we have a different relationship, I might be like, come on, dude, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Jokingly, and he knows I'm joking, but you, you take it case by case, every relationship's different, um, so you're going to approach it differently. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there is... It, the dynamic is really fascinating because it is kind of one size fits all. It's like if you do push-ups and you drink tap water, you eat, you eat skinless chicken breasts. I mean, you'll you'll lose weight. You'll get in shape. But also, it's super individual, right? Um, so it is. We're we're all same template, but vastly there there are so many options in the human spectrum. Totally, um, it's, it's endless. It's limitless. I think. But the key is, I think, just I have to be willing. And my clients have to be willing or else we're not going to get too much progress, right? So just to me, my, I think the word of my of this year, of this pandemic, um, I'm a pretty stubborn person. So it's kind of fascinating sometimes that I run my own business and I have success because sometimes I scratch my head going, man, I'm so stubborn. Um, but I'm my goal is to be more willing. That is like the thing that I highlight every day. Just be willing. Am I being willing? Meaning, mm -hmm. am I willing to show up? Am I willing to try something new? Am I willing to see a different perspective? That's really cool. You kind of already answered my next question was going to be days you don't want to get up. Like I have days where I don't want to talk to anyone, you know? I feel it. I have those <laughs> days too, man. <laughs> so, Especially this year. You kind of, yeah, really. I know. It's like all we crave and then also, I don't know, we're like bipolar. You know, I just want people, <laughs> you can't live with them and you can't live without them, you know? But uh, when you don't feel like, so true. like interacting with someone on the camera and I don't know, what, what makes you show up for them... When, when you're really, you might not want to be around anyone or you don't feel like you're going to deliver that day or, you know, what, what are some tips for someone who's inevitably, <laughs> definitely going to feel like that someday being me? 
Shoot, yeah, and that's that's tough because um, not a tough question. I mean, that's a great question. Uh, it's tough in the respect that um, I think there, there's many people that maybe won't admit it, but most of us have a day like that from time to time. You know, some people struggle with mental health more than others. Some people have more motivation inherently. Not everyone is going to be a, a Jocko Willink or, or a David Goggins, but uh, that's an extreme. Uh, I think so. Most of us struggle with motivation, and when those days come up, it, it is challenging. Um, and I'm a human being like the rest of us. There's days where I feel that way and I've thrown in the towel. Uh, but I don't like those days as much. I don't get as much out of them. Uh, when I throw in the towel, I don't do all the things I set out to do. Therefore, I don't feel as good mentally and physically. And the next day isn't set up for success. So having those knowings for me, I just start with maybe I don't want to get out of bed. Well, I'm getting out of bed. And I'm going to start by making my bed. And I'm going to get in the shower. I'm going to brush my teeth. Start with that. See where you get because I, I guarantee you, if you do all those things, you're going to be awake, you're going to be alert, and you're going to go to the next step on the process. Um, same thing would apply if, say you have a run with a buddy and you don't feel good. You don't want to do it. Brush your teeth, have your water, whatever, your coffee, do your routine, put your running shoes on, tie them. There's, there's probably, a, I don't know what the percentage would be, but a lot more likelihood you're going to get out there, out the door to do it. That being said, it's a very unprecedented time. Mental illness and mental health is not to be taken lightly. I think if you are having those days and you notice them accumulate, accumulate and you have a few of those days, talk to somebody. Talk to a friend. Call, call a, a loved one. Let them know you're feeling that way. Just, just say, it's not a sign of weakness. Say, hey, you know what? I'm feeling off. I don't have the motivation. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're drinking too much. Maybe you're eating wrong. Maybe you're isolating yourself. Just be honest. Reach out. Talk about it. It's not easy to do, but I, I guarantee you once you do it, you'll feel better. And the person that you reached out to will probably be a lot happier that you did. Um, so kind of taking it down a hard right turn there, but uh, can't emphasize that enough. Mental health is a real thing. It's a very unprecedented time for, for everyone in our nation, uh, in this world. And I think um, try to have the motivation, try to show up for yourself. But if you do notice those days stringing together, reach out, talk about it. It's, it's the best thing you can do. It makes you stronger. Yeah, it, uh, I like that. And it's a big, um, I don't know, area of comfort for me that I've been using lately in advice to friends, whether it's relationship stuff or pandemic stuff. It's like, you're not alone. You know, we're all you. It's like the, the kid who asked the question in class that you didn't want to because you thought he'd sound stupid. It's like we all had that question, man. We all feel like shit right now. Everyone's I mean, unless you're, <laughs> unless you had GameStop stock, you're squeaking by and financially it's, Just it's crazy. It. So yeah, talking about it, that's the whole reason I wanted to do this is so that hopefully people could relate and be like, oh shit, I'm not the only one who felt dumb or, or weak or whatever for that. I mean, we're the human quote unquote family. I mean, a lot of us suck, but we're here to help in a lot of ways, you know? Amen, man. It's so true. And I think you hit it on the head. I mean, when we were running this morning, um, you asked me, you're like, hey, dude, Pat, you mentioned, you know, you're, you're kind of in a funk. You've been kind of down. I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I'll be honest. I, I, you told me about this podcast last week. I, I listened to your first, first podcast and your first guest. It was awesome. And oh, thanks, man. it was just great. I loved your guest. Yeah. I loved your format. I think it was really uh, good content. I mean, good questions, good dialogue. I really liked it. Um, and of course, me being the guy I am, I, I'm so tough on myself. I'm my own worst critic. And I just said, man, I'm in a funk right now. I've been kind of funky the past few days. And I don't know how this is going to go. Al wants to ask me questions and interview me. So I was just kind of a little bit like, shoot, I hope I'm in a good headspace. 
to just kind of be myself. Um, so on the run this morning, I kind of mentioned it to you, and you just asked me, like, hey, well, you said you're in a funk. What's going on? And it just kind of just being able to kind of share with you that I was in a funk and you to just reflect back, like, hey, man, uh, we're all going through a tough time. It's, it's a really fucked up time right now. And just kind of laying out maybe some things that may be obvious to some, but just reminding me as a friend, like, hey, dude, what you're going through is par for the course right now. It's a really tough time. Um, so just having a space to talk about it and having a friend or another individual to reflect back and to, to actually hear me and to say, hey, dude, remind me of the things that I forgot. Like, hey, it's a fucking crazy time. We're all struggling through this, and uh, you got this, dude. We're doing it right now. We're on our run. Yeah, man. So, so. Absolutely. That just that really helped, and I think it's important that everyone has that type of dialogue or, or finds a place where they feel safe. Have a safe space <laughs> to talk about it. Though, honestly, have a friend where you're comfortable and yeah, you know, not to get too sappy, but it's 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 important. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a joke, but it's only half a joke. And you know, honestly, <clears throat> to that notion, a kind of an embarrassing story recently, like very embarrassingly recent. Like when I get frustrated with myself or like insecure or ashamed of my position in life or I should have done this or shouldn't have done that, like sometimes I'll lightly slap myself in the cheek and like, come on, dude, get your shit together. But at one point I was like drinking a little too much. Like I slapped the shit out of myself. I woke up with a black eye and it, like, I, I was like, damn, dude, you're so hard on this guy. It almost made me want to cry. Like I looked in the mirror and for the first time, I was like, easy, buddy. Like, you're only a man. It's all good. Like, calm down. You know, you're so tough on yourself. Like you said, we're, most of us, some people need a little more self-criticism, but most of us are hard enough on ourselves, enough for everybody else, you know? So take, take it easy. We're, we're all going through our own shit and a lot of shit that no one knows about, too. Totally, man. And I think we all have that, that inner voice, that inner critic and it's such a fine line because I think that inner critic at some point has served us or serves us sometimes in certain lights. For example, get your butt out of bed and get that running. Yeah. But you can get to a place where that critic is not so much of a critic and just more of a, of a gentle observer or a gentle uh, <laughs> you know, fan in a sense. Like, hey man, I know you feel like shit, but let's do this. You'll feel better if you do. You can go slower today. You don't have to go balls to the wall. Uh, yeah. um, but let's get out of bed. Let's stretch it out. And if you have to go a few miles less, but we still got out there for a couple miles, and chances are you're going to get out there, get through the first couple miles, you're going to do what you intended to do. Um, <laughs> right. But it's just kind of approaching it differently. But I think we all have that voice, and sometimes it does serve us. And I know I have it. I'm, I'm very hard on myself, too, with our own worst critics. <laughs> sure. Yeah, striking that balance. Because like you said, it can be helpful. And then it can get to a point of detriment where, it, like, dude, you're just being like an asshole to yourself. I get you could have done things better. But this isn't going to help, right? Being, what if someone else said all that shit to you? You would punch them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> For real. Totally. It's, it's hard to receive. Um, and like, again, I love David Goggins. I think he's so motivating. And, uh, but just to paint a picture, uh, I will say, as much as that is motivating and serves him, that guy's a beast. Can't get that. Can't emphasize that enough. Yeah, totally. But even his mentality, I mean, you can look at his... Uh, timeline over the past few years and watch his, his videos, his, his posts. And you'll see like with that mentality, he has torn his feet up. He's had knee surgeries. He has to get his knees drained. So I'm not saying what he's doing is wrong by any means, but it is taking a physical toll 
and the human body only has X amount it can take. So um, even that has its limits, right? Yeah. It serves him well. He's a badass. He's motivating. His books are great. I highly recommend following him. But take everything with a grain of salt. I believe in kind of finding what I call the middle way, living in the middle, um, not to either extreme, kind of finding a, a balance to things. And that's that's tricky. you got to find out what that means to you. Yeah, I like the, the the idea of cherry picking, you know, a little bit from Jocko Willink, a little bit from Joe Rogan, a little bit from, you know, some hot chick on Instagram who's <laughs> killer at yoga or, you know, impressive in that way. Adrian. Just, <laughs> just kind of choosing little things that are right for you and compiling your own little collage of, I don't know, sentiments or mentalities or motivations. Yeah, man, that's, I think that's, in my perspective, the best way to learn, take bits and pieces, see how it applies. You can throw out what doesn't apply, but there's always something to learn from other people. Um, even if it's what not to do, honestly, it's kind of cliche, but it's true. Yeah, I just used the quote that I'm about to butcher. I think I used it yesterday. It's like a, a, a smart man learns from his mistakes and a wise man learns from the mistakes of others or something to that effect. Yeah, like yeah. You don't have to trip and fall to know that it's possible. Totally. <laughs> no, that's so true. Um, that's a beautiful quote. I think that's pretty much at it. Yeah, I forget who says that. but uh... Yeah, I don't remember anything anymore. My memory is terrible. I just, they're in there rattling around. It's like Jeopardy answers. I don't know anything. I just <laughs> pull, pull a pinball. Um, okay, well, yeah. this thing goes for an hour. Um, we're coming up on it. <clears throat> is there, oh yeah, first, um, where can people find you if they, I don't know if you're taking new clients, but I won't be certified for the next couple months. So in the meantime, give you a plug. So yeah, um, I am a little bit old school and like I mentioned, a bit stubborn. So right now, the best way to contact me is email. Yes, you heard me, 2021 email, <laughs> okay. the burden, my last name, B-U-R-D-E-N at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in contact with me. And I would love to uh, get to know you, see if I can help you out and kind of help you attain your goals. Tight, dude. Yeah, you've you've helped me a lot over the years. It's been, it's an honor to, to be this old or this young or whatever and, and have I have a lot of friendships that are like 10 15 20 years it's pretty rare and it's pretty cool and you've always been a source of uh, more so than you know probably just inspiration motivation and just a, a comfortable place to do exactly what we're doing here expanding ideas and trying to be better all the time oh man I appreciate that a lot that's uh I share that sentiment as well um you're, you're a great friend and uh, honored to be here. And yeah, man, it's life's a struggle. I've definitely struggled and will continue to. Um, but I'm always open to talking about it and uh, always value our time together. We've had a long friendship and we always seem to, even if we have a year apart or something and we're on our separate paths, we always come back together and have these good conversations. So yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the future. And thank you so much for, for the opportunity, honestly. Yeah, dude, I appreciate your time. Super chill as always. We'll get another run in. Um, hopefully get some people that want to go running with us sometime. Um, and we'll do it again, man. Hey, man, brother. I look forward to it and uh, looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Right on. Take care, buddy.